Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A. On Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. This is the second hour of Oilers Now. It's 107. The Edmonton Oilers New York Rangers tonight at Rogers Place. Puck drop at 7 p.m. Make sure, again, you bring non-perishable items and an opportunity uh, to be entered into a draw to win uh, a four-top of tickets for the Oilers game coming up against the Calgary Flames January 29th. Oilers now is brought to you by Digitex. Don't spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. Your all-in-one convenient location is digitex.ca. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT software and technology. You can reach us on a River Cree Resort and Casino hotline, 780-496-0063, River Cree. Uh, tonight says Happy New Year with the Bee Gees Review Band. Uh, do you have a specific? Actually, I, I, I always like the song Staying Alive, and maybe that's appropriate for the Edmonton Oilers. That's what they're looking to do here with each and every day. 780-496-0063 is our also our new Ashley Fine Floors text line. Floor is strong enough for every mini sticks tournament. We'll get to some text at 120 today. We're on Twitter at Oilers now. You can reach me personally, Bob underscore Stopper, and Brendan and Brendan Escott. By the way, speaking of Twitter, yes. Do we want to share what occurred yesterday, or do you want to just keep that private for now? Yeah. Let's keep that private. Mark, I'm going to say is I feel bad that you would receive something like that. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, it's so, just ignorant people on Twitter that send things that, that doesn't affect me, but there are people that are probably sending those tweets to that would be affected, right? Yeah. That uh, don't very, uh, have very, a thicker skin. And, and, that's, uh, and that's there. We'll go there. Yeah. And that's, that's where we'll leave it at. So never have a problem with anybody bringing up uh, constructive uh, criticism. Uh, hey, you know, banter. I, I I often make fun of it. You know, like uh, for the guys who lower themselves with Stoffer, you suck. I always get like Ryan Jones had the best comeback ever in in Long Island when the orders weren't very good. And Ryan was you know thirty five goals over two years or whatever, and the orders are leaving the ice. They lost three two. It was a game that Taylor Hall had two goals in like eight seconds, mm-hmm. and they're leaving the ice. And I'm I'm watching because you're so low at the old Nassau County Coliseum, right? I'm like, what the hell's going on over there? I, uh, you know, because they're all laughing all of a sudden, like mm-hmm. they were, you know. And I asked Ryan after the game, I go, "What did you say?" And he goes, "Well, they're booing us and calling us blank and losers, and go home, you bunch of blank heads, and screw you, you blank blank, and you know, they're, <laughs> they're all that warm kind of New York stuff." And I go, "Oh," and 
I, I go, well, did you say something? And I go, yeah. I looked up at him and I said, Dad, quit following the team around. <laughs> <laughs> and I just broke uh, out howling, right? There you go. That's 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 the way to that's the way to unfortunately have to deal with that. So, uh, yes, indeed. Uh, again, we'll get to some of your texts momentarily here. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Sportsnet spec for the horses. Horse racing, Alberta presenting uh, live New Year's Eve racing at Century Mile post times at seven fifteen. Um, Guests in the show receive gift certificates to Japanese Village. Steak and seafood cooked ready your table. Visit their Edmonton South Downtown Northside and Sherwood Park locations. Okay, spoiler alert. If you're PVRing the game right now because you're in the office and you don't want to know the score, turn the radio down for four seconds. Three, two. Third period, three minutes gone. Canada up 6-2 on the checks. They're going to finish first in their pool, which means they'll play Slovakia. Slovakia in the quarterfinal game. Yeah. We have the World Juniors here next year. You were kind enough to give me your book, which I will be reading on the plane tomorrow. Uh, what was the one thing? Let's, let's sell a book or two here for you, Spec. <laughs> it's about as nice as I ever am to you. Uh, what's the one or two stories that maybe one story that surprised you that uh, you can go into some detail? Uh, surprised me. Yeah, I guess I didn't know that, like, just the history and – we grew up with a World Junior that was, uh, or most younger people, I would say, grew up with a World Junior that's on TV all the time, yeah. that we all watched it. All today's players grew up watching it. It's been a big deal now since about 1991 when TSN first took it over. Yeah. So that's 20 years now, right, that it's been every Canadian game. But learning that, you know, Murray Costello from the old CA Canadian Amateur Hockey Association, right, had to go in front of Dave Branch and Ed Chenoweth and, and the Quebec, uh, you got the president of Quebec League, and convince them, look, we can't keep sending our Memorial Cup winners over there. And they're getting crushed by Russia. Like, we got to put an all-star team together. And you got to give me your best players over Christmas. And they all said, oh, geez, how is this going to be any good for junior hockey if we do this? Like, back in the 80s, it wasn't like this, right? Wayne Gretzky played in 1978 in the Montreal Forum, stole the show. There's like 5,000 people at the games, Bob. I think Sweden one year scored 16 goals on Canada. Again, yeah. they, they got a bunch of penalties. We were terrible. There were, were there were, it was it was a Quebec League team, I believe. Yeah. For some reason, I think Kevin Lowe's cousin played on played <laughs> yeah. on played on the Canadian team, which again was uh, one of the Quebec League teams. Uh, Cornwall Royals. One, one of those teams, and team they got there, sure. obliterated right. and gave up 16. because well, we've called off the dogs on countries before. Yeah. Which, you know. Well, you know, but we would think about it. Like, we just take last year's Memorial Cup winners. So, inevitably, they would have lost a couple of their best guys. So, they'd pick up a couple other guys from around the league, and away they'd go. We didn't know how to play on European ice back then. We didn't know how to deal with European referees back then. Very uh, traditionally, very aggressive. Yeah, we, I think if anything, we've gotten too far away from that. I watched the Russians play Canada. Yeah, they, they pushed us around a little bit. Well, huh? Canada's got small defense. Yeah, and the Russians were big. The and Russians, uh, you know, they got some mutants up front. They got some big bodies. I'd be interested to see what's in their hamburger. Some might say hamburger helper. That's a whole other story for another <laughs> well, conversation one day. Russian athletes, but Russian athletes, there. it, it, there's history there, right? And so. But well, they got some big guys that could like you watch Canadians big players in this tournament, Lavoie and Foot, and they are not ex- 
explosive skaters. You watch some of those Russians. Oh, there's some good-looking players on that team. Like those, there's some big boys. Yeah, now they're, so, and again, they're not in the NHL or in the. You know what I mean? Like they're not playing pro yet. Uh, no, but at that level, they're awfully good players, yes. and we'll see how many turn out. We all know that the World Junior, on one hand, feeds the National Hockey League full of players, but on the other hand, there's the odd player you look at in this tournament, you go, boy, that guy can't miss, <laughs> and sometimes they miss. There, I remember Rennie coaching a team spec. I think it was 99 the year it was in Winnipeg, and they had some bad forwards. Like, they had guys that were not even good American ho- Hockey League. Okay. Uh, but they had a really good, that was the year Luongo was a goal. He almost stole the tournament from the Russians. Actually. Yes, and uh, let in the, oh, finally, they dented him in overtime of the gold medal game, yeah. and he laid back in his crease. We had the, the TSN had the net cam on him, and he was crying. I don't want and anybody said, who's a relative of Tyler Bulk to, to text me right now at 780 <laughs> Say, oh, how can you say that? Was a t- take a look at the 99 team Take a look at how many guys didn't make it uh, to the. Uh, I mean, obviously, there's been some obscenely gifted Canadian teams. '95 uh, lockout year. Yeah, work Don't think they lost a period that turn. And then the right O. And then the '05 team was uh, ridiculously good as well. So, a couple of those years, and they've had some runs. But it is different today, isn't it? Well, you know what, and it's it's you know as I learned, frankly, right in the book is. Just as in the 80s, we said, okay, we got to beef up our program because Russia's beating us every day. Yeah. We got to do things differently. We got to get better. We did. For 20 years, we won medals in 19 of the years, won 10 gold medals in a 20 year span. And now look around, Bob. The rest of the world says, okay, we got to change the way we do this thing because we're sick of losing to Canada. Yeah. And now the Finns are centralized, right? The Swedes have guys in, you know, their kids, remember over there, their kids can play pro hockey against men. Whereas our kids, generally speaking, either they're in the NHL or they're in junior or college. An 18, 19-year-old can't go in the AHL, right? right. Whereas an 18-year-old Finn, if he's really good, he plays the NHL. If he's pretty good, he plays the KHL. If he's kind of good, he plays in the Liga. But they're playing against men. Yeah. You know, the U.S. centralizes their team. So they play together all year long. So the point I'm making is just as we caught up to Russia, now everybody's catching up to us. It's a good tournament now. You don't know who's going to win any. Look at the Russians. They beat us 6 nothing, and they faced relegation if they would have lost today to Germany. Yeah, because they dropped a couple games, yeah, obviously. So upset by the The checks. tournament's better. Yeah. I don't want to know who's going to win before it starts the way we used to. I think it's a it's a hell of a tournament now. And the one coming to the next year, like... You tell me who's the favorite. I wouldn't have a clue. Well, it's going to be a kicker of an event. We had Kevin Radomski, venue director for the 2021 World Juniors on yesterday. A reminder, there's the registry to get involved, to enter the draw for the tickets, and you go to hockeycanada.ca for more information yes. on that front. Was there any player that you wrote about in your – what's the name of the book again? Wrote, is it Road to Gold? Road to Gold. Road, yep. road, road, road to gold. gold. Any player that you wrote about that was unbelievable for Canada in multiple years – that did not have, you know, was just a better world junior player than he turned out to be an uh, NHL player? I would say that the players that I did a, a fun chapter on a couple of goalies who looked like they were everything. Jeff Glass and that 05 team yeah. didn't get many shots, didn't ever lose a period. But more so the next year, Justin Pogge yeah. in Vancouver. You know, remember that year the Leafs had him and they had Tuka Rask for Finland. And Pogi beat Rass twice in that tournament. He won the gold medal. And they got a lot of shots. Like Jeff Glass in 05, he didn't get much action. Right. But Pogi in Vancouver, he got a lot of rubber. And he was a great-looking goalie. And you know what? Neither of those guys, right? Jeff Glass played his first NHL game here, what, two years ago? Right. 
Brent Seabrook was on his defense, the, the world junior teammate. Oh, in 03, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Seabrook was pushing – a thousand games. Jeff Glass was playing his first game, so he yep. was. His travels were interesting, and Pogi, I believe he's still playing for Rogla in the Swedish league. His his never... uncle used to t- text or call our show all the Is time. Right? Oh, yeah, we used to get the uh, the yeah. Justin Pogi updates all the time. You know, and he talked about how the, when they traded Tuukka Rask for um, Raycroft to get Raycroft, yep. right? to get Raycroft, who was. Uh, you know, he had been a Calder winner, I believe. Had yeah. he not? Yeah, they had a couple guys. Like, who was the other guy? The Was it Blaine Locker? Yeah, back They called then, him the net, the net detective the, the first net detective the first year he was there. Well, then they had uh, Jim Carrey back in the And then days. they renamed him the net defective after. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, listen, just because you – I think we've learned that in this town. Just because you're a great world junior player doesn't mean that you're shooing in the NHL. You know, that said – Arguably one of the best world junior players of all time was Jordan Everly. He's as clutch as clutch could be. He turned out to be a pretty good NHL player as well. Yeah, he did. All right. When we come back, we'll get to some text with Sportsnet Spec. Mark Spector again. His appearance is brought to you by the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. But before we do, it's 119 at Edmonton. Off to the orders now. Injury report brought to you by James H. Brown. Injury lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Mr. Escott, back in the studio. What do you got? Well, it's not good news for Pittsburgh. If you can believe this, they lost their leading scorer, Jake Gensel. He's out 4-6. to six Six months following shoulder surgery. The 25-year-old crashing into the boards while scoring against Ottawa last night. Go down the list. Pretty well every one of their superstars has been dinged up at some point this year. That's a huge loss. Rangers D-man Libor Hayek has a sprained knee. Brendan Lemieux out with a broken hand. Matt Benning still day-to-day here as he recovers from a concussion for the Oilers. There you go. Uh, yeah, Matt Benning, my guess, uh, maybe possibly as early as Monday against Toronto. Yeah, he's, I've been watching a practice. He's ready he's to go. He's got a couple practices yeah. in. They play Buffalo Thursday, Boston Saturday afternoon. Uh, when we come back, we'll get to your text center. Ashley Fine Flores text line. This is Oilers Now. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. 122 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you. Kurt Hill coming up at 135. Edmonton Oil Kings take on Everett tomorrow. That's right, tomorrow, Wednesday. It's part of uh, New Year's Day celebrations. Two o'clock buck drop for that oh. game. Tonight, we got the Edmonton Oilers and the New York Rangers. All right, let's get to our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Spec, it's obvious your uncle has texted the show. Hey, Bob, you're full of crap. Spec <laughs> is right. Maybe when there's an empty net out there, they should be using their best defensive players in the last couple minutes, like Washington did a few years ago back, because obviously the two best players on the team don't know how to defend and shouldn't be defending. That one comes to us from Mark. Not sure what all that means. But I think, Mark, you totally missed it. That's all I'm going to tell you. If that's if that's all you're bringing, <laughs> that's all you're bringing, Mark. That's yeah. I don't know where that's going from, Bob. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Bob Hall for La- Hall for Larson didn't work. Neither did Subban for Weber. The trades didn't work for one team. That's the risk of the trade. Well, it's interesting with Subban and Weber because it was panned in Montreal. Absolutely panned in Montreal when they got Shea Weber for uh, PK. They did. They were all over Bergie well, for listen, that deal. And know, guess what? Here we are years later, and Subban's been moved to New Jersey. 
He went a 20-game stretch without picking up a point. He's part of the reason why they've been... And, I, and again, goaltending is the biggest issue at the start of the year. But the issue with trades, Bob, is they pay everyone in the media, including myself and you, to have an opinion right away. I can't wait four years to write about a trade. So I got to write something the hour after it's made. So I write something, and I take a stand. They pay me to have an opinion, and sometimes you're right, and sometimes four years later you look back and you go, oh, that was a dumb opinion. But if I wrote every four years, Bob, I don't know how I'd feed my family. <laughs> yeah. Right? Same with all those guys in Montreal. They like PK. They watched him play every day. Now Weber gets there. They realize, hmm, maybe we were wrong. Well, so my point would be, who cares about the it's, initial it, reaction? What I will it's how it pans out. What matters. I will say is some of the broadcasters that were around the team and are on, a, on a, back then, they were on every flight with the team. They were not as the writers who aren't on every trip. Who aren't part of the right inner circle. as it Part were. of the inner circle. And that's one of the things that has shifted here. Uh, is there's a privilege when you're when you have a broadcasters meeting with a coach? That's great. It's that you can't report any of that stuff. So the fans, so, it's useless to the fan. Right. So what right. ends up happening is uh, what I will say is the broadcasters, uh, specifically, sure you learn some more stuff. Specifically, the French guys uh, were yeah. like, Bob, this is a deal the Canadians can win. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Spec. What about Zach Boychuk? What about him? Well, I mean, besides having, like, the most Twitter follows, doesn't he follow, like, 600,000 people? He was one of those guys, those hockey Canada guys. Was Zach Camel ever? Remember Shirelli drafted Zach? Oh, that's the context here. Zach Boychek as a as world a, junior guy that didn't play very much. Yes. Okay, yeah, sure. Okay, Brian S., uh, you got some potty mouth in your text there, Brian. That I So, as a result, I cannot read it. I've never seen that word before, and at least not heard it since Dustin Penner's last appearance on the show. <laughs> Again, you can text. Uh, Trizent has texted the show. Love the banter between Bob and Mark. The difference uh, in goaltending isn't more grade A chances against. The difference is more grade B and C chances against went in. I might be inclined to accept that. And the save percentage total. You look at San Jose. Why are the Sharks in trouble? Got, for many reasons, but A, it starts with having no goaltending. They have not. Sure. Martin Jones. Uh, been no good all year. They, he hasn't been as good. Yeah. They they can move the puck and generate some offense on their back end. Yeah, if you don't have goaltending, you don't They win. don't have depth up front. Right. They don't have depth in their, you know, they've, they've called up a lot of, they've traded away a lot of picks. How about how about their situation this year? They don't have their number one right now. Yeah. That's so. not good. Mark, what is going to happen? Tonight, this is well, a dangerous game, for, but the orders have gotten. Uh, I, there's a different energy, I, I think, about the team today. They've gotten some energy back. I think you sense that as well. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's nice to have a couple days without when you're not winning. <laughs> when you're winning, you want to play every day. When you're not winning, it's the opposite. It's nice to get a couple days away from the game. It's a uh, you know, practice. Build up your confidence, right? Watch. I'm sure the coaches are showing this team a lot of positive things that they do right. Here's how we look when we're winning. Makes your confidence feel good. You, you know, I would think they come out of this game with a fresh slate. And uh, how would I say, Bob? Not a lot of mental baggage, right? Come in fresh tonight. Uh, we all know what has to happen around here first. They, they have to, you know, I think Dave Tippett said it yesterday. You can't be down 4-1 and then say, hey, let's start yep. playing strong defense. they got to keep the puck out of their net. And the Rangers can score. 
Got to be a way better five-on-five team. Got to be a way better five-on-five team. And they got to get stopped. Been an issue here for a while. They get stops, and they're a better five-on-five team. They'll have a chance. They got a good power play. I think so. I think we're at that point with this team where we go, okay, we know what the problem is. We've all figured it out. Now let's see if you can fix it. Mark, you and me started back in 0304. It's now 1920. It's going to be 2020 tomorrow. I can't believe you have bluffed your way as long as you. (laughs) (laughs) I, on the other hand. Don't tell anybody, Bob. I'll uh, have to get a real job one day. All right, you and me both. Uh, happy New Year. All right, happy New Year. There you go. There. there you go. <laughs> Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back, we'll talk to Kurt Hill, who's got his team in first place. Uh, they lost a game last night. What's going on? First loss in the month of December. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.